Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Welcome, everybody, out there in Real Presence Radio Land. It's here in for another Two hours of Real Presence Live, and your hosts for today are myself, Jack Kennelly, and... And Doreen Kennelly, Jack's wife. <laughs> yes, and we're happy to be with you. It's, it's, it's a nice day in Fargo. I'm not going to say it's a beautiful day, because it's a little bit cloudy, and it's a little bit cool, but that's the way I like it. And uh, I think it's just going to be a good day all around, and uh, I think today we should, uh, probably in our prayers, we should remember the... The victims in the community in Texas that were the subject of the uh, the shooting, as well as uh, today is the day that in Fargo they perform abortions, and we're going to do a little prayer for that. But uh, I think Jack, we should also remember the family of the shooter. Oh yeah, that family needs prayers too. Right? Yeah, exactly. But um, we got a good lineup for you today, and we're going to kick it off with uh, Bishop uh, David Kagan from the Diocese of Bismarck. And um, But before that, I think uh, we're going to start, uh, Doreen has a prayer, and then Bishop, we're going to ask you for a prayer, and uh, don't let me forget, at the end of your segment, we're going to ask you for a blessing as well. All right. Um, unfortunately, today um, in Fargo, we um, it's a tragic day in many ways because um, there are abortions occurring in Fargo on Wednesdays. Um, and so we're going to ask um, our Blessed Mother to join us in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O Mary, bright dawn of the new world, mother of the living, to you do we entrust the cause of life. Look down, O Mother, upon the vast numbers of babies not allowed to be born, of the poor women whose lives are made difficult, of men and women who are victims of brutal violence, of the elderly and the sick killed by indifference and out of misguided mercy. Grant that all who believe in your Son may proclaim the gospel of life with honesty and love to the people of our time. Obtain for them the grace to accept the gospel as a gift ever new, the joy of celebrating it with gratitude throughout our lives, and the courage to bear witness to it resolutely in order to build, together with all people of goodwill, the civilization of truth and love, to the praise and glory of God, the creator and lover of life. Amen. Okay, and Bishop, would you care to build on that, if you would, please, with another prayer? We'll pray the uh, Hail Mary together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Wonderful. Thank you, Bishop. We're happy mm-hmm. to have you today. I know you're not a stranger to uh, Real Presence Radio, so welcome back. Right. And, well, thank you. And uh, we have you uh, on deck for talking about uh, you recently received an award. And why don't, you, why don't you just launch into that? Tell us what the award is, what it's for, and, uh, uh, and just take it from there. Well, uh, 
it's uh, called the above and beyond uh, reward that uh, award that uh, the the North Dakota Committee uh, for Employer Support of the Guard and the Reserve uh, gives to uh, either companies or individuals uh, who, as they say, go above and beyond in in supporting our North Dakota National Guard and, and Reserve forces. And uh, I, I was very surprised when they uh, notified me that I was getting it. it it's really a nice honor. And uh, it, they cited the fact that I have two priests uh, who I've uh, given permission to, to be chaplains in the North Dakota uh, National Guard. One is in the Army National Guard for North Dakota. The other is chaplain uh, for the Air National Guard uh, in North Dakota. And uh, um, it's it really is a, a nice recognition, really, of all of the good work all of the chaplains do uh, for uh, all of our men and women uh, from North Dakota who serve in the National Guard both here in the state uh, and in other parts of, of the country when called upon, but also uh, when they go on uh, active uh, tour duty, uh, sometimes for as much as uh, 6 to 12 months, uh, chaplains uh, go with them. And uh, uh, my, I know my own two priests, uh, uh are prepared for that. The the one in the Army National Guard has uh, served uh, a time, a uh, tour in Kosovo, uh, where our men and women in the Guard uh, went as support staff. Uh, and and uh, it's, uh, it's a demanding uh, uh, duty that they, that they serve. And, and, uh, what I, I admire most about uh, our priests is that they're full-time pastors. Uh, one is is pastor of uh, a parish with four mission parishes attached. The other is a pastor of a, a pretty large parish with uh, two other parishes attached to his, uh, for which he's the administrator. But they do take that time and... Uh, serve the needs of of uh, all of the guard, but especially the the Catholic members of the North Dakota uh, National Guard, both Army and and uh, Air Force. And uh, uh, I, a few years ago, I was told by then the uh, Major General David Spritzenatic, uh, he's now retired. Uh, I think uh, there was. Something like almost fifteen hundred uh, members of of the North Dakota National Guard who are Catholics, and so uh, there at least we have a couple of priests uh, who can uh, be available to serve their spiritual needs, but also they're available to uh, serve uh, any of the members of the guard, and it's a great. Uh, pastoral ministry uh, uh, that's really right here at home with us in North Dakota in both 
uh, the Fargo and Bismarck dioceses. And um, uh, as I say, I, you know, I felt a little self-conscious getting this award because all I did was give them permission to do this. You know, they do all the heavy lifting and and the, uh, you know, the serving of uh, of our men and women in the guard. But uh, it's an it's a really a nice recognition, not so much for me, but uh, but for uh, the priest chaplains uh, who serve our Catholic people and and really everyone in the guard. Bishop, when the priest is um, on active duty as a chaplain with the guard, uh, who takes mm-hmm. care of the parishes that they're assigned to? Well, uh, we work with him to arrange uh, um, for coverage, priest coverage, for his parish. Uh, the other priests uh, in the deanery and neighboring parishes are very good about uh covering his sick calls that he may receive either for parishioners at home or in a hospital or nursing home. Uh, we have the uh, the monks from uh, Assumption Abbey in Richardson here. Uh, if they're available, they're very good about covering, you know, weekend masses. Um, usually the dean of the deanery where the priest is located um He'll work with uh, Monsignor Lindemann, who's the vicar for clergy here, uh, for coverage. Uh, but also the priests are quite uh, willing to help out if there's a funeral. Uh, we can delegate another priest to take scheduled weddings if, if that's the case. So it's a, it's really a group effort, uh, but uh, uh, the priests are... are very willing uh, to help out whenever they're able, and so I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Right, that seems like it's they, very essential and important. Yeah, yeah, um, we don't, and the guard is very aware of that. They they are, are most appreciative, and and more than once I've been told, you know, we don't want the people back at home not to have mass or or the the sacraments, and so. Uh, uh, they're also they're very aware of you know this necessity mm-hmm. and uh, you know the the uh, call to be a a chaplain within the military seems like a call within a call. Um, is there any something spe- like that? Yeah. yeah. Is there any special training that a diocesan priest oh, yes. goes through? Uh, the guard provides that for them, uh, and uh, it's it's pretty extensive. Um, uh, but uh, before they, uh, uh, pardon me, are commissioned, uh, priests go in usually, I, I've been told now it's usually as a captain. Uh, if you're in the Army National Guard, and I'm not quite certain what the rank is if you're in the Air National Guard, but uh, um, uh, the Guard itself provides all of that training uh and then they're commissioned and assigned to a uh, like a, a certain base. Um, the, uh, the my priest, who's uh, in the is chaplain for the Air National Guard, uh, he goes once per month to Grand Forks, uh, where the Air Guard is stationed, and then my priest, who is with the Army National Guard. 
he had been up in Minot, but he's back now located uh, here in Bismarck. Uh, at uh, There's a National Guard installation right next to um, uh, the Bismarck Airport here in town. Now, as far as the uh, the lines of authority in the church are the do the uh, those priests who are in the National Guard do they have any sort of uh, relationship with the uh, I think there is an archbishop for the the military right. or is that strictly for those priests who are no uh, uh, they would uh, while they're on duty serving in the guard uh, they're subject to uh, Archbishop Brolio. Uh, because it's all considered part of the armed forces, whether it's National Guard, Army, or, you know, the reserves, or active duty. Uh, but other than that, they're, uh, they're subject to their own uh, diocesan bishop. Sounds to me like they're subject to two masters there. <laughs> <laughs> well, only for a little bit, of course. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. I suppose once they put the uniform on and they're uh, in the active in the you know their service mode, I suppose that's when right. it takes over. Do they commit, yeah. do they commit to a certain um, amount of time each year to working as a chaplain, or is that just depend on when they're called? Uh, it's, it's usually uh, once per month. And then uh, for a period, I believe, of it's about three weeks every summer. Uh, the dates I'm not certain of, but that's the usual commitment. Um, Can they get... And of course, in case of an emergency, they may be called on to do a little bit more, but uh, that's the usual. So they can be deployed then overseas. Uh, yes, but only with my permission. Okay. Well, I uh, that they, that the guard won't do unless I give my my permission for them to do that. And again, you know, in a diocese like Bismarck, uh, we don't have an, an overabundance of priests, and uh, so they're also very aware of that. And um, yeah, well, that has uh, to be a hard call for a bishop because. You know, you want to help, but on the other hand, you also right. have, uh, you know, your parishioners and the members of your diocese that uh, yes, need. exactly. That's that's the that's kind of the the tension or the rub. You know, every bishop comes up against uh, with priests in military service, whether it's active reserve or guard duty. Uh, it you know be. It can get a little tricky sometimes, but uh, usually we try and work that all out. So, Bishop, can you speak about the importance of having Catholic chaplains serving in the military as opposed to just a general chaplain? Oh, yeah, very much so. Um, you know, the, the people who are Catholics and, and in the Guard... Um, uh, it's usually uh, they're on duty over weekends because uh, when you're in the guard, you have a regular full-time job, uh, and then you serve, you know, on on weekends, uh, designated weekends, and so it, it is exceedingly important that there be uh, Catholic priests who are chaplains and uh, can offer mass uh, and confession. Um, for our own people who are in the guard, because they're not, 
yet they can't be released from their active duty on a weekend just to take an hour, hour and a half and drive somewhere and go to Mass uh, to fulfill their obligation. And so that's that becomes of, of prime importance, and uh, that's why I, I I have a I feel I have a, a responsibility to try and provide you know for that you know uh, serious obligation all of us Catholics have. Mm-hmm. I would think that in the case of active duty, you know, during a time of war or conflict, it would be very important to have a Catholic chaplain available for... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much. Uh, yes. Uh, I remember... Uh, that, that would be essential, yeah. I remember talking to a friend of ours who was a, a chaplain who was in combat, and he was explaining how the chaplains... Well, they, they actually always had escorts with them wherever they went, and also... They didn't wear uh, they, they kind of they didn't wear the cross on their helmets because no uh, they were prime targeted yeah. yeah oh yes very much yeah that's a sad fact but that's that's yeah. how it works in in active duty wartime situations so yeah. it's uh, yeah it's like the they, they shoot chaplains and medics first right because and, they figure if they get them then you know. Well, they, they, well they, uh, they, deep down, they understand the power yeah. that it Oh, yeah, has. Mm-hmm. very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like taking God off the battlefield for your foe right. by taking mm-hmm. care of the clergy mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, you know, and it and it seems you know it, it, to me that just underscores you know what you were talking about the importance of uh, chaplains in the military, be it the guard or active mm-hmm. active service. It makes mm-hmm. me think of no, no, that's very true. Yeah, Father Capon or Capon, or I'm not sure how you, I've heard his name. Oh, yeah, Emil Capon. Yes, yeah. wow. <laughs> what an example he was of self-sacrifice. Oh, certainly, yeah. Right, and it seems one of the things, uh, you know, in the news nowadays, though, you seem to be hearing uh, accounts where the, the military is becoming almost uh, less friendly to religion in general uh, than it had been in the past, and I would think seems to be, yeah. And that's that's a uh, uh, that's a sad commentary, really, not just on the military, but on on our nation, you know. And uh, we're we're seeing the effects now of the savage secularism that's infecting our our government. Uh, especially the federal government, uh, it's it's really a concerted effort, uh, not just to marginalize but erase God from our daily lives, and, and uh, we have to constantly resist that. Mm-hmm. It really um, encourages duplicity too. You know, I'm going to live my Catholic faith in this venue, and but not in this venue. You know, when you consider. What happens in the public square with politicians, etc.? Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to go well, there this morning. Yeah, <laughs> That's I, I think you know. I don't think it, it doesn't really need much commentary. <laughs> no, it uh, I, as I sit and listen to them, it keeps going through my mind. You know, are you really as stupid as you sound, or you know, have you just intentionally made yourself as stupid as you sound because? You know, it's 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 becoming just a you know, uh, it's it's a headache 
for me to sit and listen to these federal uh, politicians who think they're so smart and can, you know, uh, you know, override right reason and, you know, just come up with utter total nonsense, you know, mm-hmm. and expect everybody's going to believe them. You know, I, I think uh, they'll be surprised come election time. The American citizen isn't as stupid as they think we are, and uh, you know, uh, but that's the way our our ideologically motivated government is is working these days, and you know, mm-hmm. it's up to the voters to correct that. You know, no amount of shouting, screaming. You know, picketing and, and, you know, yelling at one or another uh, person is going to change that. You know, we have the responsibility uh, to vote and vote according to our well-formed consciences for those who will, you know, uh, benefit the common good and not just, you know, a special interest group. Right, and pray for their conversions, because it's the only Absolutely. thing that's going to change the world, yeah. is conversion. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, it's, it, that's, it goes without saying. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's got to be really frustrating, in particular, for, for you as a bishop, you know, to have to deal with all of that sort of stuff. Well, in your you know, it's... It's you know you have to you you come to expect this sort of thing, but it, it you know it is frustrating. You know you can be as clear as, as crystal clear as you can be, and people still are intentionally ignoring the truth, and they still you know promote their stupid you know ideology and. Uh, after a while, you almost, what's the use? I'm not, I'm not even going to bother, but I can't say that. I have to bother, mm-hmm. as, as every Catholic has to bother, uh, both in praying for their conversion, but also trying to correct their uh, their error. Right, because that's, and the, that's, that's the love we give them, is correction. I'm going to have to interject yeah. here. We're coming up on a break, and so... Uh, we will come back with some more. Well, for our listeners, we're talking with uh, Bishop Kagan from the Diocese of Fargo. And, uh, well, and uh, oh, this is the end of the segment. I'm sorry. Then we need a blessing. But we need a blessing, Bishop, if you would, please. All right. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon all and remain with you forever. Amen. 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 Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Bishop. And we'll it's a pleasure you're very welcome. Today. Okay. Yeah. And thanks so much. Yes. And for our listeners, now we're going to go to the break, and we will come back with more Real Presence Live, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, inspiring families to homeschool joyfully. So stay with us. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 